0: Catfishing a Catfish, issue one. Welcome, my blueberries, to the official first edition of Catfishing a Catfish, the newsletter. It's been a busy week and I haven't had much time to play with the catfish currently on my hook, but I'm going to burst back onto TikTok with some new videos next week. Make a note in your diary. In other news, the Facebook group that I set up is already hugely successful and busy. If you haven't already, then join up here www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash catfishing a catfish. We have 384 members and the group has been open less than a week. People are sharing pictures of their catfish, screenshots of their conversations, some of which are frankly hysterical, and tips and tools to identify and catch your catfish. Quote of the week. It's not the lie that bothers me, it's the insult to my intelligence that I find defensive. On cooking and relationships. In retrospect, it shouldn't have surprised me that my husband had no cooking skills. When I met him, he was living in a flat in Vancouver. It had two rooms, a bathroom and a kitchen. I mentioned the kitchen last as it was obviously the least used room in the place. He shared this partly underground flat with his best friend who slept in the living room. I don't remember much about his friend now except he was very tall and would only date Japanese women. I stayed there as I was travelling and because his flatmate worked nights he would sleep all day in the living room and I would hunker down in the no-windowed bedroom of my husband-to-be, trapped like a raccoon in a rubbish container. I would sometimes tiptoe through the lounge to pop to the shops or to visit the bathroom, but his flatmate was so unfriendly that I'd stay in the room and watch reruns of Alimic Beal, bladder bursting and only giving in when an accident was nigh. Frisbees. I mean frisbees. When I finally ventured into the kitchen cupboards, I found row upon row of canned ravioli. Chef Boyardee ravioli. Nothing else, just ravioli. This was served on Frisbee's as there were no plates. He was twenty eight at the time. This should have been my first clue. The second clue. Back in the UK we set up our flat as a married couple. He was trying to figure out a whole new country, so I did most of the cooking and would handle the simple stuff. He would pre made sleep pizza slide into the oven or microwaving ready meals. One day I asked him to cook potatoes. I went upstairs to put some laundry away, and when I returned, he was prodding a pan in a fearful manner. I lent him my seasoned eye. He peeled some potatoes, cut them up and arranged them in a the bottom of a saucepan, and then put them on the heat. No water, no oil, no stock, let's face it, no liquid at all. They sat there, melding to the bottom of the pan, probably feeling as perplexed as my husband looked. I marvelled at his lack of knowledge. I think I even laughed. That was my second clue. I heeded it not and instead thought it was a delightful oddity that he'd brought to the marriage to amuse me. We were still in our honeymoon period. Several years on, I found it less delightful. If there was a way to cook something incorrectly, he would find it. If he could make it dangerous as well, then all the better. Anne of Green Gables once said... That uh, one day she would have made every mistake there was and would be done. My hubby didn't see it that way. He was unable to learn anything from his past mistakes. Instead of potatoes, he would put hot dogs and other foodstuffs in dry pans, burning food and, and the pans in the process. He was unable to use any common sense at all. Our oven was slow to heat up, so we had to give everything another 10 minutes to make sure it was cooked through. But he would slavishly follow recipes to the second and served the meal without tasting it or checking that it was cooked. I bit into a lot of half-frozen food. Salmonella was always hovering over my shoulder. I quickly learned that if I wanted to eat, I had to cook. When we divorced, it wasn't because of his cooking. No, that was in the mix. He cooks for the kids at his house and I just repeat a mantra to myself when I think about it. Out of sight, out of mind. And the children are still alive, so perhaps they've built up an immunity to his cooking. A strange catfish. This one approached me on a dating site. I'd no idea what he really wanted, but I thought I'd share the brief and strange conversation we had. Hello. Hello, I said. Are you single? "Uh, Yes. Do you watch YouTube? Yes. Here's my YouTube. Check it out. Can I video chat you sometime? Uh, You don't know anything about me. No, what? What about you? Um, How do we go from hello to video chat without any talk at all? Do you message lots of women this way? Oh, I see. I know. Well, I'm a broadcaster. I like fishing, beach mall, movies, gym hiking. I like to meet new people. OK, but you're coming on a bit strong. I know, but I like to talk, he said. My name is Matt. Why on earth? I replied, Hi, Matt. I should have just stopped talking to him. Hey, he says. So, what are you looking for, Matt? You're looking to talk to someone or to date? Just looking to get to know and hang out with someone, not looking to date. I've been there, done that, so I'm just looking to chat. I replied, That's nice. I don't have a lot of spare time to just chat, though. Oh, why? He said. And then later on, Hey! I said, what? He said, what's up? And I said, what exactly do you want? I, I like to talk, he said again. But I clearly don't want to talk to you. So why are you persevering? Goodbye, Matt. Don't let the door hit your bum on the way out. The Blueberries. In case you weren't around where the name was coined, the lovely people who follow me on TikTok suggested that they be called Blueberries linking to one of the first ridiculous pet names I called my various catfish. My little blueberry, my dingleberry, my kumquat. They took a fruity theme for a while. One of my favourite things is coming up with the ridiculous pet names for my catfish. I'm considering a kitchen theme selection. My whippy whisk, my little measuring spoon, my love funnel. See you next time.